thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to another edition of 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. My name is Marcus Pierce, and I am here with the sensational co-founder of The Wellness Couch and The Wellness Guys. I love him to bits. He's Dr. Damien Christoph. Hi there, Damo. Good morning, MP. How are you, brother? Hey, I'm so well. Hey, Damo, I just realized the other day, yeah. I know why you feel so awesome when I introduce you. Because of what you say. Like, you actually... You... You get to say good stuff about me, but I never get to say good stuff about you. Well, I, well, see, LT says good stuff about me when I'm recording Inside the Champion's Mind, and I got all warm and fuzzy when he introduced me, and I thought, I know what Damo's talking about now. Yeah, yeah. so like, maybe next week, or next time we record, I should introduce you. <laughs> Why don't we do that? I feel I like warm that. and fuzzy already. Yeah, swap some warm and fuzzies. That'd be nice. Well, maybe you guys can talk about that on the wellness guys. As I said to LT, I feel like I'm a boxer, and he's and he's saying in the red corner. Yeah, I know. Marcus, <laughs> yes. I'm like, yeah, baby, woohoo! That's it. That's it. It's so much like that. It's very true. It's very hey, true. Are you, a, um, are you a personal? Would you call yourself a personal development um, junkie? Uh, junkie? No. Nah. What? You, so I what should say you, no. What would you call yourself in regard? Are you? Um, I love personal development. I love it. I love it. But what I tend to do is I don't go from concept to concept to concept to concept to concept. Yeah. I find yeah. something that I really like, and then I just go with it. So, um, eleven yeah, years ago, I learned the principles from John D. Martini about the breakthrough experience and the collapse, the quantum collapse process. And for me, it's been so profound. Now, there's so much more that I could go and do and study and learn about it, and probably be an even better person. Um, but what I've found is that I, I really liked the, the uh, it's always a funny word to say, social security or the, the confidence that I got from understanding that principle and that process. So I kind of go, well, that's pretty good for me right now. I'm not, in, I'm not searching for anything in particular, but I'm open to any ideas that come my way. Yeah, wise. Why? Yeah. Are, you, are you a junkie? Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm a bit like you um, in, that, in that I've done Dan Martini's breakthrough. Um, I what, are, what other courses say, have you done? Um, I've, well, I've done five Tony Robbins courses and two Dan Martini courses. So that would be, I would probably say I'm, I think listening to you, Damo, I would say I'm probably less wise and more junkie oriented. But I think the older I'm getting, I would like to say the wiser I'm getting because I find myself doing less events but doing more work on the implementation side of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the reason why I ask is because um, I, these days a lot of people think the godfather of personal development is Tony Robbins. But really, if you look back in history, uh, Tony Robbins would say the godfather of personal development was a guy by the name of Earl Nightingale. Mm, yeah. um, and I was just... Um, again, in my junkiehood, um, looking in YouTube the other day and um, came across something which I've seen a few times, but I actually listened to this um, again, and it's called The Strangest Secret. And I might just share some of it with you, Damo, and our listeners. Uh, and I'll actually just read the introduction so people can get an idea of where I'm headed here. Okay. Um, because it really is something that, you know those quotes that you hear 
um, that sound like they were said yesterday, but they actually said like 100 or 200 or 500 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And they often, I was actually talking to, you You know, a great chiropractor by the name of Wayne Todd. Yeah, I do. And uh, he was talking about when he was great at, um, I think it was his son's valedictory, and the principal was, was um, reflecting on some, on the youth of today and how everyone's always whinging about the youth of today. Hmm. Uh, but the principal read out three quotes, and people didn't know that he was quoting, but he read out three quotes, and one of them was from like, 2,000 years ago, another one from like 1,000 years ago, another one from like five years ago, and they all sounded pretty much exactly the same. Amazing, hey? Amazing. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so let me read the beginning of The Strangest Secret just to give an introduction, and then, um, and then I'll discuss why I think this is so important in regards to aging well and longevity. Okay. Um, so Earl Nightingale says, um, the late Nobel Prize winning Dr. Albert Schweitzer was once asked, Doctor, what is wrong with people today? And the great doctor was silent a moment, and then he said, people simply do not think. It is about this that I want to talk with you. We live today in a golden age. This is an era that humanity has looked forward to, dreamed of and worked toward for thousands of years. But since it is here, we pretty well take it for granted. We are fortunate to live in the richest era that ever existed on the, on the face of the earth, a land of abundant opportunity for everyone. But do you know what happens? Let's take 100 individuals who start even at the age of 25. Do you have any idea what will happen to those men and women by the time they are 65? These 100 people who all, start, who all start even at the age of 25 all believe they're going to be successful. And in the case of 100 Not Out, we say they all believe they're going to age well and be healthy. If you ask any one of them if they want to be a success, they would tell you they did. You would notice that they are eager toward life. There is a certain sparkle in their eye and erectness to their carriage. Life seems like a pretty interesting adventure to them. But by the time they are 65, only one will be financially rich. Four will be financially independent, 41 will still be working, and 54 will be broke, depending on others for life's necessities. Wow. Now, think of that for a moment. Out of the 100, only five make the grade. So let's pause there, Damo. That's amazing, isn't it? Incredible stats. Incredible. Or it may, I don't know if it's a stat or whether it's just insight, but it, it is an incredible thing to just think about that because you could relate that to your friendship groups from high school all the way to your friendship groups from university. What are people doing? Um, and you could relate it to your family as well. But you could. it seems that you could relate that to almost anything, couldn't you, MP? You could, you could relate that to not only their, their job but their financial status. You could talk about their health status at the same time, couldn't you? So why don't we, Damo, talk about this, like you say, in regards to health and ageing? Because I'm thinking that by the time... The, uh, and, and even if you look at the stats from today, by the time someone is 65, only one will be um, aging supremely well. Yeah. Four will be aging really, really well. So, so when we talk about this, five out of 100, let's just say five are doing a really good job at aging well. Yeah, they okay. love their life. They love their age. They're not resentful to being 65. They're looking forward to the rest of their life. Yes. 41 are still working it out. Yeah, trying to get it going, aren't they? Like they're doing trying diets and bits going. and pieces, right? Yeah, their diets, they're exercising here and there, they're kind of yo-yoing from one to the other. And 54 have, have, have got chronic disease. They've got diabetes, cancer, blood pressure, cholesterol. Heart disease, um, yeah. Heart, you know, heart disease. So, um, and, and, and really, like out of those 54, how many can actually work themselves back up to the 41 or the 5 out of 100 that have got it? It's a lot of damage. It's a lot of damage. And you age faster. When you've got those diseases, you're aging faster. So, you know, your ability to heal, it's reduced. So, you know, your 
even though your metabolism is slowing, you're actually aging faster. It's probably the only thing that goes fast in your life. So can I move on here and we can and sure. discuss the next section? So then it says, why do so many fail? What has happened to the sparkle that was there when they were 25? What has become of their dreams, their hopes, and their plans? Why is there such a large disparity between what these people intended to do and what they actually accomplished? And then it just comes down and it says, why all of this? Um, we learn to read by the time we are seven. We learn to make a living by the time we're 25. Often by that time, we are not only making a living, we're supporting a family. And yet by the time we're 65, we have not learned how to become financially independent or in this case, we have not learned how to become um, healthy and well in, the, in, the, in, in this case, in the richest land that has ever been known. Why? And Earl Nightingale says, we conform. We conform. It's all about conformity. And Damo, again, have a look at your practice have a look at the wider, no, probably not your practice, but have a look at the wider landscape of the world. And people, when it comes to eating, when it comes to exercise, when it comes to aging well, when it comes to viewing their perceptions on age, people yeah. are just conforming to what they're given. Yes. Yeah. Uh, conformity, I would suspect, and go as far to say, is the ultimate measure of mediocrity, I would have to say. Yeah. Um, you're either conforming to be like the median, the normal, what everyone else is doing, or well, you're lagging behind because you're doing something everyone's saying you shouldn't do, and so you're lagging behind because you're not making appropriate choices, or you're flying far forward because you're actually bucking the system and doing things that maybe um, are even better for your body. And uh, But I would say you're spot on there. Conformity would be the root of all disease. So in your practice, Damo, how do you, if you think of the people that have come in, because in the chiropractic world, I would say a lot of people come in in pain and, and very much in, let's say, the traditional health paradigm. Yeah. And some people, some people do the work to actually um, not just get out of pain, but actually change their lifestyle and change their view of their own health and the health of those around them. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if I use an example, there'll be people I know that may have first come in here and they might have been having a packet of Panadol a week. Yeah. Right? But they now no longer have a packet of Panadol a week because they've actually improved um, their lifestyle. So they'd be seeing a chiropractor regularly. They'd be drinking water for one. They'd be actually eating water-rich foods. They'd be exercising. And they weren't doing that beforehand. Yeah. So... They just, but so they were conforming, and then they chose not to conform. So for me, that's really encouraging because people can change. We can certainly change our behaviour, but it's so much. It's so uh, difficult. I don't know if difficult is the word. It's so much easier to stay the same than it is to actually buck the system. Oh yeah, how easy would it be for us to just go to the gym and uh, have, have breakfast, go to the gym, just hang out? Um, and go about our day. But, you know, as part of helping people out, we decide to go and, you know, record a podcast. It, it, that's a, it's another level of doing something different to what everyone else is doing, right? It's also much easier just to wake up in the morning, pour out a bowl of, you know, special K flakes or corn flakes or whatever you're going to have and have some Cocoa milk with pops, it. Cocoa Pops, Fruit Loops, just whatever's on the, on the, on the isn't, shelves. Isn't, isn't Nutri-Grain, doesn't Nutri-Grain make you an Iron Man? Doesn't Milo, <laughs> what does Milo do? Isn't that uh, the, makes you fat. Uh, you know, I'm not sure, but you know, there's all of those sorts of things. They cost next to nothing, so people place very little value on their health-based uh, food um, influence and or their, their food-based health influence, and, uh, and and as a result, they tend to make cheaper choices throughout the day for other things because they haven't actually started the day with something that's going to be nourishing. 
Uh, and then that's such a cascade. You know, it's so easy just to do what the supermarket says you should do. And it's really easy just to do what the doctor told you you should do. It's really, really easy just to do what the exercise professional tells you to do. Um, and, you know, we, we often pay um, lip service to so much more information out there that might be more relevant to us. And we all often pay lip service to our body's signs and signals, don't we? Oh, true, but, MPs. Yeah, totally. So true. Yeah, we see it all the time. The, the like the body whispers to you, you know, and it might yeah, be just a niggle, niggle there. <laughs> then it starts conversing with you, saying, "Come on, man, give me some attention." Then it starts getting louder and louder, and then we get a chronic disease like cancer, and that's just the body screaming out at us, yeah, coming yelling, "You do something!" Yeah, so, <laughs> absolutely. It's um, it, that's exactly right. We get signals all the time. Anything from a, a fart to a burp to itchy skin to, you know, eczema, whatever it is, runny poos. I had to get poo in there. Whatever the signal is, we're getting signals daily that something's either working really well because we've got so much energy, it, it bounces out of us and people find it contagious. Or um, we're, we're just slowly dying and we're just being chipped away at by life. What's the uh, what's the itchy bum signal that you mentioned on the wellness guys the other week? What's that a symptom of? For worms. Worms, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> itchy bum, itchy bum. You know, there's some people with itchy bum. There are people with itchy bum, though, that will have an eczema in their bum, which means that they're essentially sensitive, allergic to their own stools, their own feces. That's bad, right, because the, the stuff that's inside them is creating a massive amount of allergy and sensitivity, and now they're allergic to that stuff, too, on the outside, full on, right? So I didn't talk about that that day. Yeah, that was, this is 100 not out, though. This is a little bit different. That was the funny moment of my day, uh, <laughs> listening to that podcast, and everyone almost couldn't, couldn't hold it together. <laughs> um, all right. Let me, let me go on to the next bit. So why do people conform? Well, they really don't know. Most people seem to believe their lives are shaped by circumstances, by things that happen to them, by exterior forces. They are what's called outer-directed people. A survey was made one time that covered a lot of people, working people, that is. These people were asked, why do you work? Why do you get up in the morning? Get this, 19 out of 20 had no idea. If you express them, if you press them, they will say, everyone goes to work in the morning, and that is the reason they do it because everyone else is doing it. Now let's get back to our definition of success, and in this case, aging well. Who succeeds? Who ages well? The only person who succeeds is the person who is progressively realizing a worthy ideal, or in this case, who is really quite determined and loves the idea of aging well. It is the person who says, I am going to age well, and then begins to work towards that goal. So Damo, can I just share one more bit of El Nightingale, and then we'll um, pull it all together? Absolutely, mate. Okay, he says here, I'll tell you the successful I'll tell you who the successful people are. A success is a school teacher who is teaching school because that's what he or she wants to do. Yeah. A success is the woman who is a wife and mother because she wanted to become a wife and mother yeah. and is doing a good job of it. A success is the man who runs the corner gas station because that was his dream. Yeah. A success is the entrepreneur who starts their own company because that was their dream. That's what they wanted to do. Mm. A success is a successful salesperson who wants to become a top-notch salesperson and grow and build within his or her organization and sets forth on the pursuit of that goal. Yes. So it just goes to show that success is different for everyone, but it has to be a predetermined, deliberate outcome, not just some wafting, for using a, a poo term, um, 
uh, <laughs> lost my time. It should be. It shouldn't be yeah, something that you just stumble upon. It's something you work exactly. towards. Yeah, something you really want, something you desire. If you want to age well, then do something about it. It's good to listen to this podcast, but just listening is not going to make you younger. You know, it's you've got to be making choices that are, are better for your body. And, so, and there's a lot that we can talk about here, MP, and I hope we've got time to do the whole lot. So when, when Damo, like when when you exercise, and I'm not saying just you, but when, when we, when people exercise, my whole thing is when I'm talking to people that – we're not just exercising for today or tomorrow. We're mm. literally exercising for the next 20, 30, 40 years of our life. Yeah, that's right. Because we know, I even go to the, the biggest oncologist in the world and they will say that a tumor can take seven years to develop. Yes. You go to, if you go to a geriatrician or someone that specializes in dementia, they will tell you that it takes at least 20 years for the brain to start degenerating until we can actually diagnose this disease we call dementia, like 20 years. Jeepers. So it's too late. Like it's too late when you have some form of cognitive decline. When I say too late, there are also ways to actually start reversing that. We are seeing that these days. But at the same time, who wants to wait? Like don't wait for that to occur. So if you're 20, you're really exercising regularly so that when you're 40, you're kicking butt. And when you're 40, you're exercising regularly so that when you're 60, you're kicking butt. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But not many people exercise thinking about this is an investment in the next two decades of my life. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And you know what's interesting is it's very easy to get swayed and, and very easy to be um, deterred when you do a little injury. You know what I mean, mate? I, I'm still going yeah. on. I've still got this knee injury. It's been niggling at me for now nearly a year and um, in fact over a year I've had this knee injury but it, it hasn't stopped me exercising because I still want to exercise other parts of my body and I think it's really important that just because you've got an injury that you don't stop exercising you get, because you can throw the towel in the bucket you know what I mean you can you can just go yep. that's it I've had enough you can do yep. the same thing with food you know you can actually have a bad day and go oh well I've blown that you know I'll just go back to what I was doing um, or you can fall into habits of what everyone does you know so instead of um, eating the the best quality. I'm, I'm just going to use you know an example. Not that this yeah. is what we do. Instead of buying the best bread, you might just go. Oh, I'm sick of this. I'm just going to buy normal white bread again. You know. So you just take a step back, and it's very easy to take a step back rather than to push on forward. You know. No one will give you grief for it. Society won't. Society won't give you grief for conforming, will they? They'll congratulate you. They'll go. Oh, good on you. I was I was wondering when you were going to start getting sense about you, and you're going to start doing what we've been doing. You know, and and one of the things that you do when you when you're moving forward, you often look back at people and you go, oh, look at the decisions they're making. Look how it's in fact in in fact affecting on their life. Um, but then it, it's very easy to be turned back to the dark side um, in in that regard. You know, people will be saying, oh, just come and do this with me, or you know, I do this and I'm okay. And you kind of you can ask the questions of yourself. You know, well, should I do that? And surely it's not too bad. Everyone else is doing it. And then all of a sudden you make that decision to do it and. Off you go. You, you you take the path of least resistance. Do you know that quote? Many a crooked river and a crooked man has been made by the path of least resistance. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I love it that you can um, that you can just memorize quotes. I have this. I I probably need to do a collapse on this. Demo. I have this fantasy that I can just re- just say quotes left, right, and center, like a lot of people can. Because uh, there's so many amazing quotes out there, but yeah. I struggle to actually say them properly. Uh, I always put in a new word here or an extra word there. 
<laughs> you did it perfectly. Well, no, that just means that it's now no longer said by Leonardo da Vinci. It's said by Marcus Pierce. You know what I mean? Christoph, that's it. Champion. Right, well, here is, here is. Maybe this is the final concept out of this um, of the strangest secret that to discuss here. Here is what El Nightingale says is the key to success and the key to failure, and it is mm. this. And I'm sure you've heard this before, listeners. We become what we think about. Yes. Let's say that again. We become what we think about. And there's been many different ways to have said this. Uh, Marcus Aurelius, the great Roman emperor, said, a man's life is what his thoughts make of it. Benjamin Disraeli said, everything comes if a man will only wait. I've brought myself after long meditation to the conviction that a human being with a settled purpose must accomplish it and nothing can resist a will that will stake even existence for its fulfillment. Mm. Ralph Waldo Emerson said this, a man is what he thinks about all day long. And William James said, the greatest discovery of my generation is that human beings can alter their lives by altering the attitudes of mind. So Domo. If our perception of ageing or the rest of our life is that it's decrepit, that it's undignified and that ageing is not a fun experience, isn't it only just proof in the pudding that we're going to do everything we can to make our thoughts come true and not make it the experience that really it can be? Yeah, yeah. I think I understand what you just said there. (laughs) I think you're spot on. From a mindset point of view, whatever you think, whatever you believe, that is exactly what's going to happen with you. And you can shift that. There's a great book that was written, and you would know that you remember this book, um, the mind that the mind that changes. Is that what, what it was oh, called? The brain that changes. The brain that changes. I knew I had that a little bit wrong. Had my a bit of Marcus Pierce moment. MP. Is and, this uh, Deutsch? Is this Deutsch? Yes. Yes. What an amazing insight! You know, for years chiropractors were saying we can get you right, we can get you right, we can change it, we can change it, we repatent it, repatent it. We didn't really know, and all of a sudden. About 10 years ago, this book comes out that says The Brain That Changes. And it's all about neurology. It's revolutionized the whole science of neurology um, to the extent that now what we understand is that you can reprogram your brain. There was an ABC documentary just the other day that actually uh, showed a man um, who was able to train his brain to uh, send signals to the body that it didn't need to breathe for five minutes. So he was able to hold his breath underwater for five minutes just by training his brain, not by getting fitter or having a bigger lung capacity, just by training his brain that he required less oxygen. And And just tell me, but there were times, and this is probably just as important for people to know, there were times when he freaked out when he was training for it. Freaked out. And he didn't actually get it. So, but, But over time, he was able to train his brain to do it. To get there, and he That's roped it. himself up. Did you just say that he didn't? He rope himself up, and he yep. had to unrope himself. Yep, he uh, did a Houdini trick. He put padlocks on himself, and uh, and he had to unlock oh. himself. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, Dumbo, we could go on and on. This has been awesome fun. Thanks so much for playing Fallout as you always do, Dumbo. Oh, MP, it's always great to be hanging with you, even on Skype. But it is, it's such an interesting topic, and I'd love it if people um, love this information that they share what they've changed in their mindset. I think that'd be great, mate. Because yeah. when really, we do our first live event demo, I'd love this to be a big foundation of, oh, of the day. Absolutely, where it all begins, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Damo, that is all for this edition of 100 Not Out. Remember, we would love to hear your feedback, folks. You can provide it in any number of ways, but the best is to go to our website at www.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash 100 Not Out. And remember, if you've liked this episode, please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and also check out thewellnesscouch.com where we where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts available, including Damo's number one show, The Wellness Guys. So until next week, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. 
This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.